listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Yeah, it's your question. What are all the laws surrounding how to change your birth marker on your birth certificate in each of the 50 states of the union? What about territories? I was going to ask about those next, if we had time. Okay, what about districts, like District of Columbia? Fuck that. What about military bases? Abroad or stateside? Both. No, we don't care about those. Okay, Native American reservations? All of those included. Okay, give me one second. (laughs) I'm actually, despite what I may say on my business cards, I am not a legal scholar. You're not? No. There's something new about you every but, day. But um, we do actually have a guest with us today, friend really? of the show, Caleb Aring, Hi, uh, Caleb. Beyond, Beyond Hi. Gender Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for coming back to our show. Thank Caleb you. is our favorite external resource, and we love having him exactly. on the show. Well, why did you bring Caleb here today? Well, Kath, what was your question? Oh, well, I was going to ask about legal things, specifically about ID that we have to have. Yeah, I mean, Caleb, what's your what's your sort of background that you bring to a question of legal issues? Well, it just so happens I am a legal scholar. Excellent. Interesting. Now, is that on your business card? Because I just learned anyone can put that on their card. Anyone can put anything on a business card. You just have to go to <laughs> Vistaprint. <laughs> Uh, well, legal scholar specifically is not on my business card, uh, but I mm-hmm. attorney at law is on my business card. I even passed the bar exam to get that on there. So, wow. Oh, congratulations on that. <laughs> All right. So we have an actual qualified person on our show for a change. Exciting. Hooray! For a change. <laughs> so there is a lot involved, obviously. We, we've had a few episodes where we talked about faith and ID and changing the name and the gender marker yeah. and all that. But there's... There's an awful lot of paperwork out there. And I, I mean, I'm, I live in New York and New York state has its own set of rules. Mm-hmm. Even, even where I live, Kings County, which is Brooklyn, has its own rules regarding name changes. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the U.S. has just got like, no matter where you live, it could be different. It's a patchwork. It's a patchwork quilt. In our, in our glorious of, Yeah. So I guess our question for you and for our listeners is, are there any sort of general hints, general advice, what can they do themselves? What do they need to hire a lawyer for? I'm sure it gets trickier when there's complicated immigration things or or if it comes to family court situations. But like, what can you tell us or our listeners about when you're changing your name and your gender marker? What's hard and what's easy? Yeah, well, so first off, uh, I have to say that none of this is legal advice. Um, (laughs) If people go out and try it and it doesn't work, nobody can sue me. Uh, Correct. But, you know, I would say most things you can probably do on your own. Now, if if you've got immigration issues and you're trying to change your name on immigration paperwork, I would probably consult an immigration attorney or, you know, I guess maybe that's the only one, but basic, just changing the name on your birth certificate or changing the name on your driver's license. Those are things that you can generally do on your own or Mm -hmm. in some places you can find free resources that will help you navigate through that. I know like here in San Francisco, the National Center for Lesbian Rights and CLR 
will mm-hmm. do all that sort of paperwork for you. And I'm not, you know, wow. I would check their website and I'll give you guys the link so you can put it in the show notes. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if you can contact them from out of state or out of San Francisco mm-hmm. and if they'll do the paperwork for people in other states, but it's mm-hmm. definitely worth finding out. Certainly. Um, and if mm-hmm. nothing else, maybe they can refer you to someone in your own state or yeah. your own area. And, you know, and in a lot of, a lot of, cities if you go to the courthouse there are they have like self-help centers Mm -hmm. where they will help you do basic paperwork Mm -hmm. so in those they'll generally help you do name changes i'm not sure that they will help you do legal sex changes Mm -hmm. there but you can usually get free help to walk you through the process of a name change which can be a little bit complicated you know and i know you guys were joking at at the beginning with you know which states and which territories but it gets really complicated because it's different in every single state and then even within the states sometimes it's different within counties so you you probably want to start by googling your county and whatever you're trying to do so Mm -hmm. um, name change san francisco county or something like that Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and generally these are like generally your driver's license is going to be provided by the state that you live in yes name changes are usually done by a local court usually a county okay Mm -hmm. and your passport's all federal yes you are a legal scholar (laughs) (laughs) yeah so your driver's license will be by the state that you're in so if you're in new york state um you'll want to go to one of your lovely DMVs, um, and oh. and you may or may not be able to Google it ahead of time. I but... will say, in New York State, you are able to kind of Google it, but even that wasn't one hundred percent reliable. That wasn't one hundred percent reliable. But for the name change, one of the nice things was the name change petition that you have to give the court, which is like a four or five page document. The county or the court district or whatever has a template. Nice. And I was able to find that by Google and they help you kind of online through it. Okay. Links down below. Links down below. And then some states won't have policies in place. And mm-hmm. then you kind of just have to wing it and it, it can be difficult sometimes or it mm-hmm. can sometimes make it easier if the state doesn't have policies. So for me, sure. like I changed my driver's license in I think it was like 2003 in Las Vegas, Nevada, and they had no idea what to do. They're like, (laughs) you want to do what? (laughs) And then, you know, and I showed them my my surgery letter and my my name change paperwork because that was all I had. And then this woman disappeared for like 45 minutes and then she came back and she said, all right, we're just going to do this for you. (laughs) Nice. I love that. And it ended up actually being really complicated for me because that went fine and I had my driver's license and, and, and life was merry and I was living happily ever after. And then I moved to California, which is actually the state that I lived in when I first got my driver's license when I was 16 years old. And so I went down to the DMV when my Nevada license was expiring and they wouldn't give me a new driver's license with my new name and my new sex because they had oh. 
so many procedures in place and they wanted so much paperwork and it's like I mean, I was like, it's been a decade. I don't, I don't know where any of this paperwork is. Yeah. Um, and they needed like my doctors to sign forms, and it's like I don't know where to find my doctors. Yeah, my doctor's um, probably dead. What do you what? <laughs> <laughs> and so it it ended up actually being really really complicated, and it took about three or four trips to the DMV, and they like reissued me a driver's license with like my birth name and female on it and i was like i don't like what am i even going to do mm. with this nobody's going to believe this driver's license yeah yeah um so that ended up being really complicated so be beware if you move and change your license and then move back to a state where they already have you on record that shit mm-hmm. doesn't disappear so that was the issue is that they were like you're coming up as this other person and that's the only license we can give you yeah, they pulled up. I guess. I guess maybe I get. You have to give them your social security number or something. Ah, uh. put it in, and it. And I remember seeing on the screen it pulled up this like picture of me as this like chubby sixteen-year-old girl. <laughs> no, <laughs> and they're uh, yeah. like, "This is what we have," and I was like, "Well." Yeah, that's the last driver's license I had here, but that's not me. <laughs> you can clearly see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. I would have thought California would be a little more ahead of the times. Yeah. Well, and so in a way they are because they have processes in place where they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to change the sex on your license. Like you have the right to get it changed and here's how to do it. But then it ended up for me like walking in, you know, 10 years after transitioning, kind of having done that paperwork in another state already, it ended up being like bureaucratic red tape that cause complications uh, I, I will say yeah transgender people who are changing their names documentation etc there will be a lot of red tape and you've got to be persistent mm-hmm. it's just a matter of like you've just gotta kind of keep at it keep at it it'll take multiple visits it'll assume okay. it will be a long time assume there'll be some secret form there's that, always an extra form that no one told you about assume it will be a couple of trips yeah yeah well and then the other thing i'll say is you know i mean like i said california is progressive because they have these measures in place and if you live in a state where there are no rules around getting uh, sex change on your driver's license you you could get lucky like i did and go to the dmv and they i i assume they just wanted to get me out of there so they gave me what <laughs> right. i wanted um <laughs> but you could get unlucky and you go to a dmv and they say no way we're not gonna do this and right. in that case you know i would start by contacting the transgender law center and we there will be a link below And they will sometimes handle cases that are precedent setting cases. Um, So if you have a DMV who's refusing to give you sex change for your license, that might be something Mm -hmm. that that a case that they would be able to take. Or Mm -hmm. I would try contacting your local ACLU um, because there's not necessarily going to be a lot of recourse, right? It's the DMV. It's not like customer service where you can, you know strong arm their supervisor or write an sure. angry Yelp review like that's not gonna work. <laughs> I think the DMV already has a couple bad Yelp reviews there might be a few couple <laughs> yeah so I would definitely try contacting one of those two resources if you end up in a state where they won't change it and where you um 
you know, it, it, you have to be willing to take on the battle. If somebody does take the case, you know, you're you're kind of going to be the face of fighting the DMB for transgender people in that state. Um, but yeah. if you are willing to take on that battle, um, I would contact them. I guess even if you aren't willing to take on that battle, I would try contacting them, but, you know, letting them know that you're not willing to, to be the face of that battle and see if there's anything that they can do um, to help you anyway. I mean, a letter yeah. on ACLU letterhead can probably make things happen. Yeah, it might be able to for sure. I would hope. It yeah. might. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's and and is I wonder if this is a thing like document tourism, like document tourism. Yeah, where like people from Alabama come to New York <laughs> to like get their driver's license because it's easier in New York. Wouldn't you have to be a resident or something? You can get that. Okay, that's easy. Like if you get a couple of pieces of mail at a friend's house or something in another state. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's it. Your cell phone bill. <laughs> Yeah. And I've even heard a couple of stories of people who have gone into the DMV, you know, after being on hormones, maybe after they've had surgery and they've just gone up to the front of the line and, and pulled out their driver's license and said, Oh my gosh, I don't know what happened, but they made a mistake <laughs> on my driver's license and gotten their license changed. I love that. That's awesome you gotta be so confident about passing but if you've got it i don't know what they were thinking but (laughs) the letter's wrong yeah oh my goodness it certainly is i went through my whole driver's license finally got the f on it and they put my eye color wrong and i was like (laughs) i'm not i'm not going to get your eye color changed (laughs) because it's not going through this line again (laughs) my eye color is going to be gray on my license gray eyes yeah. <laughs> on my driver's license <laughs> i'm not changing it I'm keeping it right yeah um, i don't know i heard of another event another situation they're like if you're at the dmv and you're not sure how the law is gonna go and you have an option go with the clerk with the blue hair because she might be pretty cool and be like yeah we'll set you up so I had that happen at the library. Mm. I mean, but that's at the library. Yeah, the library was very cool, but like getting your library because like no, because I had books reserved (laughs) under my old name, and the librarian when I when she was like, "Oh, it's your husband," and I was like, "No, it's me." And then she was, and as soon as I she realized what was going on, she was like, "We're gonna fix this. (laughs) This is my chance to help a trans person." I would like to think that so, everyone's like exactly. I would like to think there's like a DMV clerk like that. He's mm-hmm. like, this is my like, you know, I'm taking a stand. This is my taking a stand in the <laughs> trenches of the culture wars. <laughs> so if you can find so, the yeah. clerk with blue hair, maybe yeah. maybe they will take a stand <laughs> for <Exactly>. your driver's <laughs> license. Um, You're giving them that opportunity. That's what you have to think of. Think of how selfless you are. I'm very selfless. <laughs> very. <laughs> So the other thing that you mentioned is that all of these documents are all different, right? Just because you figure out how to change your driver's license, now you're still stuck with this birth certificate that potentially doesn't match your driver's license. And Mm -hmm. unless you've lived in the same state your whole life, you're, you're going to a whole new set of rules because your birth certificate is going to be based on the state where you were born. Um, and they're all different. Or if you were born out of, out of the country, then Mm -hmm. that has its own set of rules, which is actually one of the most lenient set of rules because there are no 
citizens voting on them, like in the states where they're creating oh, these okay. laws. Um, How weird. If I ever find my birth certificate, because I was born out of the U.S., mm-hmm. that I can... Yeah, and you'll, and you're good to that go. I can change it, but I've my birth certificate's long. You'll never. It's forever gone. It's lost. <laughs> you so. may not even need your birth certificate to to change it. But I was born out of the U.S. too, and it was a pretty easy process. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm thinking like, how bad is it if someone ever changes their birth certificate? Like, what what's the risk? What do you? What problems could you run into? Well, so clearly the the big one that comes to mind right now, which is still somewhat unrealistic because it's not like we keep our birth certificates in our back pocket, but w- what we're seeing is these states who are trying that are trying to institute these birth certificate laws, right? The you have mm. to use the bathroom that's on your birth certificate. Oh, um yeah. which is where these different laws being passed by the states come into play as well. First they pass a law that says you have to use the the restroom of the gender on your birth certificate um and then they go and they pass a law so that if you were born in that state you can't change your birth certificate so you end up stuck with you know this birth certificate that has an incongruent sex on it and and this law that says you know you can't go to the bathroom even though it's nobody has their birth certificate on them because somebody might stop me when I go to the bathroom. Like, right. Yeah. Not, oh, and then not the realistic. onus is on you to like produce Have, your birth certificate. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is absurd. I mean, think of yeah, all absolutely. the like cis people who wouldn't even think about bringing their birth certificate with who maybe don't pass as cis people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they get stopped and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Ridiculous. It's like yeah. it was built to be, unenforceable like like it was built to scare transgender people into never going into public basically i, I think that's actually exactly what the point is i think we, yeah. we got i think we hit the nail on the head yeah mm-hmm. um it's ridiculous yeah so i mean that is the the one main thing that comes to mind where you might need your birth certificate and then yeah, I mean, there aren't a whole lot of instances where we actually use our birth certificates. I think, um, you know, I can't remember if I needed my birth certificate to get a new passport or mm. not. I new... just got mine and I didn't. Mm. Oh, well, there it's you go. It's sort of like a, yeah, it's sort of like the little from column A, a little from column B. and But you had an old passport. I had an old passport. Yeah. But I, yeah, so I think it depends. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes for school registrations, you do. If you're a minor going to a new school district, mm-hmm. but they if you're may a minor, need it. You probably have a better idea where your birth certificate is. If, Hopefully. If it exists. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, other, otherwise, I can't remember the last time I ever needed it. You've never? I've I mean, never needed it. I can't think when I've needed it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you have a situation where you might need your birth certificate, plan ahead because um, it doesn't happen overnight i think I, mm. well i was like i said i was born out of the country so i had to mail mine somewhere and they mm-hmm. issued a new one i don't know if it's different if you have a state if you can actually go in person and do it um, mm-hmm. and there there are a couple of resources that i think have done fairly well at keeping up on the laws in the different states and how you mm-hmm. can change your birth certificate so we'll have links to those um absolutely 
but yeah, just check there. Um, usually you want to follow up and see if the laws have changed since whatever resource you're looking at was published. You know, mm-hmm. some of the more uppity conservative states are changing their laws more quickly these days. Ah. While I think other states are kind of just stagnant and have had the same laws forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, so then it looks like that what you're really going to need to do is check the resources below, and those are going to be the ones that will have the most up-to-date information for your specific location. And, of yeah. course, listeners, send us questions at questions at genderrebels.com. If anything is unclear, again, and Faith is a legal scholar, so yeah, she'll I mean, be able to I, answer any of those. I would say, Caleb... You know, other than your basic documentation, obviously our lives are surrounded by paperwork. Are there any, you know, in your name change, gender change um, of transition, are there any points where you would recommend someone speak with an attorney? I guess, you know, the the first one is like what I mentioned. If you do go somewhere and they won't change your gender for you mm-hmm. um i would contact an attorney and with that i would i would start with those resources either the transgender law center or the aclu mm-hmm. um because those are those are civil rights groups that mm-hmm. are, are gonna look to do that uh for you if you are feeling super overwhelmed if you look up the information and you just feel like i am totally gonna screw this up i don't know what i'm doing i would i would look for a resource and you know i think there are a lot of resources that can help you with name changes at um at a low cost I know that some people get legal gender changes where they get a a judge to declare, you know, that you're now a female or you're now a male. And I guess in some states that might be necessary in order to get your driver's license or other documentation Mm -hmm. uh, changed. But I think in a lot of states that might not be necessary. I know that I never did that and I never had any issues not having any sort of document like that. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. 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 I know some people do it and then they have really big parties after they get their <laughs> paperwork or they post on Facebook and I, I assume they have big parties. But... You know, got a drink to celebrate when I got my, my driver's, license. driver's license. Yeah. But as yeah. far as like I've, I have F on my driver's license passport and as far as I'm concerned, you're done. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that's the other thing I would say, if you have the documents that you need for your day to day life, that, that, that's probably good enough. You know, like, like mm-hmm. Faith, you don't have a birth certificate. And it sounds like you've never really had a need for a birth certificate. So, no. mm-hmm. you know, so that's fine. And so I would, you know, know what you need and then see what, you know, there's a ton of free information online. There's a ton of free resources online. And I know that for a lot of people, when you're transitioning and saving up for surgery or paying for surgery, like money's an issue. So um, Google is, is your best friend. And then Mm -hmm. if you, if you get in a place where you feel like you might mess something up, if you do it on your own or you get in a place where you're being given a difficult time by the authorities who are supposed to be doing something for you, those are the instances where I would contact an attorney. Okay. That makes sense. Definitely. Definitely. So we at the Gender Rebels would never condone fraud, ever. No. No. And I I know that you, as an attorney with integrity, would also never condone fraud. Never. But just 
hypothetically... <laughs> Sounds dangerous. <laughs> say someone wants to change their name and their gender so it suits their their mind and that they are comfortable in their skin. Is there a way to do this and also evade all those student loans? Um, no, because you're not going to change your social security number. Ah, damn it! There's always a catch! Yeah. My mom already tried that with one of the loans <laughs> she co-signed for me. So, I'm glad that your mom is, is just as susceptible yeah. to fraud as she, I am. Well, I, I think she called them and she said, you know, my kid had a sex change and a name change. This isn't even my kid anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't know to who pay this is. Exactly, and, yeah. And they said, well, it's attached to his social security number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't think you're the first to have tried that, lady. Yeah. Well, I was hoping to get a free house out of this, but... We're all stuck with our student loans. Go back to our, the drawing mm. board on conning one of our neighbors out of their deed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on to bigger and better kinds yeah. of fraud, I guess. Excellent. Don't commit fraud, guys. It yeah. Makes the whole and if you do commit fraud, it's not our fault. Right, right. Unless you commit it so, so good. Caleb, are you a defense attorney? <laughs> I can help you. <laughs> Caleb charges pretty exorbitant rates He's if you go out expensive. and commit fraud. Yeah. Yes. So you don't want to have to pay that. And make you, <laughs> the court will make you pay other fees. It's not a good idea. So if you do go commit fraud, make sure you get a lot of money so you can pay those attorney's fees. Yeah, go big or go and home. And that's your, that's your professionally lit life. <laughs> <Selena>. <laughs> All right, Caleb, thank you so, so much. This is yeah. really super informative and helpful, and uh, and I think some listeners will find it a little bit easier. Because I, I can imagine this being just a huge, yeah. scary, bureaucratic, No one knows impossible. how to do any of this stuff until you sit down to mm-hmm. like try and do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like doing your taxes, but worse, because someone there might be mean and say mean things to you. Yeah. And, ah. So at least, guys, this is a great way to just take the first couple of steps, figure out what's necessary, see what the paperwork mm-hmm. looks like. Check Go the links there. below. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kayla. Thank yeah. you, Kayla. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah. Third time Third time on our show. Third time. You're getting you're... close to that, that five. Yes. yes. You're our favorite guest. It's official. Yes. You can't tell he's our favorite guest. We have many favorite guests. Oh. But they haven't been on three times. Kayla, you're our favorite. Oh. Yay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Caleb. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Say bye, bye, Caleb. (laughs) There we go. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. The uh, ask uh, ask transgender subreddit. Are you a redditor? I don't understand Reddit. <laughs>
All right, don't stay the hell away. It will suck up every free moment of your life. So, so keep on not understanding Reddit. That I've, is the best advice I can give you. 